Hello everyone, welcome to the show once again. It is me, Steve. This is the way home. Alright, so what we got here? What do we have here? It is Monday. It is the 9th. We are, count it, two months away from uh, my daughter being born. So this is, this is crazy. Um, I, you know, I've talked about it before, but man, this is, this is insane to me. I can't believe this is happening. It's like uh, my grand, uh, uh, my grandmother on my my wife's side of the family said this is like the second coming of Christ because my wife and I really didn't want kids, you know. Like we, that was not a thought that we were actively pursuing. We just said, "Hey," uh, my wife said to me, "Hey, we're uh, we're pregnant," and I went, "Oh shit!" And now we just kind of go along with it. Now we're kind of excited. We're kind of happy, you know. It's uh, it's amazing, especially knowing that so far. Doctor says she's healthy, she's looking good, no problems in sight. I'm very excited, very happy. Um, and, and I can't wait to see what, you know, this future brings. Because now this is like a new path in life, you know. Uh, so we're going to we're gonna see what happens with that. And people are, people are already talking about the second kid. And I'm like, listen, chill. Chill, chill, chill. Uh, the cats, you know, Sirius and Leia... We don't know how they're going to act, but serious. Whenever she gets up to my wife's, you know, the belly, I guess, uh, my wife can feel her moving around when the cat gets nearby. And I don't know if it's because she's scared or if she's kind of like, you know, like, oh, what's that? Like, I'm interested. This is, this is cool, you know. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, but it's it's going to be interesting. I, it, it, I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, so what else happened recently? Let's see, it's Monday, last Friday we had a new episode of Mandalorian, so people are mixed on it, and I I liked it, I don't know, I don't know what to say, it was very simple, that's the thing with these storylines, we talked about Star Wars as a story, and new trilogies versus the old trilogies, and basic plot lines, and character growth, and writing our own little Star Wars story there, um, but we're at a new crossroads here uh, with The Mandalorian because uh, even though the animated show had a, um, you know, they have their own thing going on with each show, Rebels and uh, Clone Wars and stuff like that, now we're kind of at a, a, a different point where we finally got a nice live-action Star Wars show with The Mandalorian, and now we were really excited for it, and I don't know if some people feel that maybe the last couple episodes, the last two episodes weren't fantastic and I kind of disagree because I liked them I thought they were pretty good and I think it shows the longevity of the show the Mandalorian is it's not you know we're so used to shit like Game of Thrones where everything's got to be dragged out there's a lot of set pieces and there's a lot of plot lines that continue to be introduced into the show and then summarized, maybe, not summarized, but concluded seasons later. We're not experiencing that with The Mandalorian. We're experiencing eight episodes of just a very basic kind of storyline where it's just this guy who exists in the world. We don't know what his final place will be, but it's him just protecting his kid as he's going on this adventure. And maybe that's not enough for some people. For me, I... 
I think that's suitable. I think that's a decent plot line. I, I don't think you can really, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I feel like the more shit you introduce to into the show, the more you start kind of overcomplicating things. And like I said before, you know, it's like when you tell a lie, and then you got to tell another lie to cover up for that lie, and you just keep on going, and you forget, like your lies. You kind of forget what's going on. And I think that's what we're like, what's trying not to be done here. I think they're trying to just keep it concise, keep it fun, keep it action-packed, and then just slowly, you know, maybe introduce some other characters and then, you know, have them out of the series, you know. There's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of things going on with The Mandalorian. And I, I don't like it, because we haven't you know, we're, we're, we're being introduced to a lot of characters, almost maybe one to two new characters every episode, like major, major characters. Um, and, and I like that. I like that. I can't say I hate it. Uh, but the last episode, uh, you know, he's on Tatooine, which is big. It's, that's a really big, important thing to know. He's on Tatooine. He, uh, he was trying to find something, some place. Uh, some oh he's trying to repair a ship because the ship got blasted in space and he figured hey maybe I can go to this place and get it get go to Tatooine and get a fix because it's you know uh, a hive of scum and villainy as they call it so he goes there he meets uh, who what what's her face I, I Amy something and I can't search with this Amy Sedaris and she did a great job I really liked her her character. I really like what she, like, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't dislike her. I really liked what she, like how her character played out in that very basic concept, repairing the ship, being a, a little bit of a know-it-all who knows everything about it. Um, she's actually one of the characters I want to see come back in the future, or like kind of help out because she seems to be that really helpful kind of character that can fix things when they need when they're broken. And even though the Mandalorian kind of has that with his own tribe, where he can go to them and go, "Hey, I need new pieces," she seems to be this character that can that knows ships in and out. You know, um, <coughs> sorry, sorry there. So I, I'm excited, and I want to see what happens with her more. Uh, what? Who else? Who else? Also, the character in Episode Four, I can't remember her name at all. And that's another thing that I have a problem with the show is that. They introduce and they introduce characters and they're out of the frame so fast. I, I don't remember their names. All I can remember is I think her name is her her act the actress's name is Gina something something the C maybe. I could be wrong, but she you know she was helping Mandalorian out you know protecting that village. You know she was a cool character. I liked her. So it's in, it's you know it's, it's the I the IG droid like that character a lot too. You know. Um, so it's like every episode you're kind of seeing these likable characters, even though IG was going to blow up Baby Yoda, you still saw these interesting and different characters. That's what I like. Every character so far has been wildly different, including the scum, you know, the smuggler that he ran into is trying to get into the guild, who is easily swayed into getting the Mandalorian and getting his way. And ultimately he met his timely end, which once again... Interesting character, out of frame really quick. In and out. That's it. He served his purpose. And his purpose was to, storyline plot-wise, he killed the assassin. And he was going to get the reward money from that and also the Mandalorian. But shit happens. 
Mando gets the best of him, of course that's going to happen. And then, you know, and then that's the end of the episode. That's really it. Um, it's, a, once again, a very basic storyline, basic plot, summed up real quick, very easily. And I, I don't mind that. And then we did have a twist. Someone kneeled down at the body of this uh, this assassin. And a lot of people are saying that, hey, is that Boba Fett? And we all know that, and it's canon now, that Boba Fett survived getting eaten in the Sarlacc pit. And you know what? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm fine with that. Everyone, you know, everyone really looks at Boba Fett as one of the most biggest badasses in the world in the Star Wars universe. But the truth is, we haven't seen him do much, right? We didn't see the Mandalorian, we didn't, we saw the Mandalorian do a lot, but we haven't seen Boba Fett do enough to warrant his badassery, right? It's all mind, like, mind canon. You know, we're just kind of like, oh, he did this and he did that. Okay, yeah, sure. Maybe he has one of the most unique ships in the Star Wars universe. Yes, that's true, too. Um, but it's, you know, I, I don't... But I love Boba Fett, I just like his, and I think it's because I love his aesthetic. I love what he, as a character, introduced to the Star Wars universe. Because without him, we wouldn't have the Mandalorian. Let's be honest here. We wouldn't have this, this wonderful show. So is this going to be the return of the original Mandalorian... The biggest, the best, the quote-unquote baddest Boba Fett. We don't know. We don't know if it is. Some people are just saying that maybe this is the character that uh, Giancarlo Esposito, uh, great great last name, um, would be portraying. So maybe it's not the Mandalorian. Like, maybe it's not Boba Fett. Maybe it's someone else. Maybe... This maybe this is the big baddie of the Star Wars universe. Maybe. May, like for, for this storyline. Maybe this is the true enemy that the Mandalorian has to go up against. And of course and of course, and mark my words, we won't see Giancarlo's character disappear anytime after that. Like he's he's probably gonna be introduced into the next episode, which comes Friday. And then uh, that's episode maybe six or seven. I'm not too sure. And then he's going to be hunting Mandalorian. Mandalorian might ask for help. He might reach out to the people we've already met. Uh, you know. And maybe the last episode will be kind of like the Empire Strikes Back. Maybe this guy finally gets Baby Yoda for good. Uh, and, and maybe that you know maybe that'll happen. Maybe we'll understand more of the backstory of the Mandalorian because we're kind of getting drip fed that information and it's a very basic thing you know seeing it through cutscenes he take it from his you know his home there was a battle Mandalorians took him up will we see maybe a dedicated episode to see how he progressed in his training to become a Mandalorian you know, will that be something we see? Will he gain his signet? Because that's another big aspect of this story is that they always ask him, have you chosen your signet? Have you chosen your name? Or, or something like that. And no one, and no one's saying anything. Like, he, he just says, no, I haven't. And he continues on his way. They ask him again when he gets the rest of his Beskar armor. And they say, uh, he's like, nah, 
no, no thanks, I haven't chosen one yet. And they're like, all right, you know, whatever. And um, I, I think we're at the point where things need to really drastically change for us to see a truly compassionate side for the Mandalorian. Uh, a lot of people ask, will we see his face? Because he took the helmet off to eat in episode four. But will we see his full face? And that's something I can either say or, like, deny or say, you know. But the, the only thing I think about is, it's Pablo Pascal, man. The guy, like, listen, I don't know. I don't care who you are. I don't care what your orientation is. I don't care what you prefer. That's a handsome man right there. Pablo Pascal is a very handsome dude, you know. What are they going to do, mangle his face? Nah, the kid looked all right after the whole fight was going on. I think he's okay. Maybe he's got a battle scar in his face, you know. I don't think there's anything truly shocking out of that. Like, oh my god, he took off his helmet and it's it's Pablo Pascal. Yeah, like we expected that. We know that. We've seen him act in other, sh- in other shows before. We know who he is. God damn. I don't think we need to harp on that. I think what we need to harp on is the reason why he's taking off his helmet. Which a good friend of mine... Uh, stated to me that maybe he takes off his helmet because it's a, it's to save Baby Yoda somehow. Maybe he has to show his face, but you know I don't get it because they do really mark harp on that concept of like, hey, have you taken off your helmet before? And he's like, nope, uh, which is weird because how do you eat in that case? I don't know. Uh, maybe there's some space underneath the uh, the bottom part. You know, maybe it comes out so he can eat something. I don't know. Maybe it's like a dread helmet, you know, where the piece just kind of comes off. Uh, but I doubt that. It looks like it's one solid piece of armor. Um, and with that being said, uh, we'll continue. So, yeah, so the re- we need the reason why he takes his helmet off, because that's going to be more important than what his face looks like. Uh, so we got to, you know, they got to kind of look at that. Maybe that might be a plot point. I don't know. I don't see it being anything too major. Um, you know, I, what else What else can I say about that? Also, like, does he still have hair? Like, that helmet must be wearing like crazy. Unless he comes out and it's just like a big shoveled, disheveled mess. I don't know. Um, so there's that. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know where else we can go with this. This actually might be a little short episode because I am... Listen, it took me 15 minutes to get home. This is... This is crazy. This is crazy talk here. This is the shortest trip I've ever had. Also because I'm getting out of work a little bit earlier today. I gotta go back to this one house and uh, you know, kinda of do some work. A little bit of work, not a lot. Like a little bit of salami. Um, so yeah. So Star Wars next episode, we're probably gonna see this uh, Giancarlo Esposito's character. And we're gonna see how he is involved in all this because he was announced a while ago. And let's be honest here, man, we've been waiting for him to act like a, like such another good bad guy since breaking bad. Right? We've been wanting to see this guy in more stuff since that we saw him as, you know, as the big baddie in Breaking Bad. Uh, Mr. Um, I can't remember his name now for some reason. This is kind of where I'm at today. I am a mess. But, you know, uh, it's funny because you're, you're, you already know the name. You're already like, oh, it's, it's this guy. That's his name. And for some reason, I can't remember it. And, you know, once I turn this episode off, I'm going to be like, oh, it's, um, it was this guy. And, and I, I just recently watched it too and I can't remember. But anyway, uh, I can't wait to see what his character's going to do. Uh, I can't, like, because you know what? Um, he was like a very good, smooth talker, you know? He played a very tense character. Uh, not a character that was tense, but he made you tense just the way that he was. 
um, Gus Fring, that's what it was, duh, uh, you know, Gus was a very particular, sophisticated character, he was very, very much on the dot with things, and that's kind of cool, uh, and I, I can't wait to see how that, that goes, um, all right, so, um, yeah, so I hope he brings some of that into into this. I don't know if he's just going to be because I don't know. Maybe I don't want him to see typecast. That's the thing. He's such a good a good actor. I don't I don't want to see him playing the same character every single time. But ever since you know we had the villain in Rogue One, Krennic, and I would say Tarkin too, we haven't really seen like a calm, collected you know enemy. You know, maybe maybe Krennic doesn't fit that bill. Uh, because Krennic seemed to be a little, a, a, a tiny bit crazy. He's, because he was more, um, he really wanted to protect his, he really wanted to protect his baby. And then he kind of got into a little, you know, a little tiff with, uh, Mr. Tarkin there. Who, by the way, <coughs> Tarkin is awesome. He's such a good bad guy. So, I, I'm really, in, I'm really interested to see, like, you know, we're not going to see that. We're not going to see Tarkin at all. But really interested to see that that kind of style of character come back because it's been a while since we've seen someone cool, collected, calculated like like um, like a spring and Tarkin. Uh, everything's been more about the concept of action instead of the concept of words. So I, I would like to see, and you know, he's got a cape. We know that he's got a cape, and you know. I could be totally wrong. We'll see what we'll see what he is. Maybe he's a commander. He's gonna have some sort of authority. So I can't wait to see what that authority is and how that's gonna play into things. Alright, so I'm at my destination right now, guys. It's a very short episode, maybe twenty minutes long. But I wanna say thank you very much for listening. I am uh I'm excited to be kind of back at it again here or there. I know it's kinda of, schedule's a little rough, but I I'm trying, man. It's all based on what I'm doing. Uh so that's it for now maybe i'll record a second part we'll find out uh but let's let's see what else is going on in the future for star wars we can talk about more things uh did you guys play star wars uh jedi fallen order did you guys play that how'd you like it uh maybe we'll talk about spoilers because it's been a couple of weeks since that came out maybe we'll talk about that in the future um spoiler conversation on that one um and man like the last couple episodes have really been star wars heavy so you know i'd like to take a break and talk about maybe something else maybe i don't know but star wars is all the hype right now we got the new movie coming out um and i have zero faith in it i don't know if i mentioned that before no faith in the movie whatsoever i i just i don't think it's gonna be good um and with that being said guys i will talk to you later i'll see you guys around we'll catch up uh and maybe tomorrow maybe tomorrow. All right, guys, I will talk to you later. Have a good day, and I hope you enjoyed this rather much shorter episode. Thank you very much, and we'll see you around.